and welcome to this week's Oxcast, your weekly roundup for the best events happening in and around Oxford. Today's date is Wednesday the 4th of May and joining me in the studio today is Michael and Orla. Hello. Hiya. Great. What have you guys got then? Uh, so this week I'm going to be talking about an economics lecture, an arts and technology festival and a film. I've got fun multi-venue things, so Art Weeks and the Oxford Punt both happening starting this week. Um, I've got dance workshop, um, a very interesting lecture and an interview. Cool, and make sure to check out our website because we're going to be giving away some tickets to some pretty exciting festivals in the near future. We'll be putting information on our homepage um, so you won't be able to miss it. Um, and yeah, probably multiple festivals you'll be able to get oh. free tickets to if you check them out. What could they be? <laughs> <laughs> Not Glastonbury. But equally good. <laughs> but to kick us off, Ollie, you've got an interesting sounding talk. Yeah, so Paul Solman, who is an, an Emmy Award winning economics journalist who's been working with PBS in the US for over 30 years, he's going to be doing a talk at Mansfield College. It's titled The Economics of Trumpism, um, but what I think is actually quite key is there's a question mark on the end of the thing, so <laughs> economics of Trumpism. Um, to me, though, that suggests that at least part of the discussion, which I think is going to be quite interesting, um, will be about whether it's even possible to have a coherent understanding of Donald Trump's economics. His policies are so diverse, transient, and just uh, completely contradictory often mm-hmm. uh, that it's potentially impossible to predict what would happen if he actually became, God forbid, president. Um, because just suggesting a border wall and saying that Mexico is going to pay for it doesn't mean that they're going to pay for it. No. <laughs> and just saying China over and over again it won't necessarily magically strengthen your trade position as he, I, he seems to maybe believe um, anyway I expect Paul Solomon will have a bit more insight uh, he'll be at Mansfield College on Friday at 5 o'clock and it's free could be a bit scary though <laughs> yeah. on to something less political I hope there's a Regency dance workshop happening at St John's Hall in Kidlington. It's being hosted by the Oxford Historical Dance Society and they put on lots of workshops which feature dancers from the Renaissance to the 1920s, so quite diverse. They've brought in a specialist in Baroque dancing, Barbara Siegel, to teach this session. Um, this Saturday they are focusing on the Regency period, which is between 1811 and 18. 18- 37. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of Jane Austen period. So it's a pretty small period of time, though. Yeah, it was uh, the period of time. It's like 25 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very small. It was when um, the Prince of Wales was sort of taking over from his dad, George III, who was famously said to be mad. But so there, was there a particular type of dancing that they only did for 25 years then? And now they do in Kidlington? I think there must have been. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know how it would differ from the Georgian period, but I imagine it's very different to the Victorian period, which followed. Mm-hmm. My only like visual thing that comes to mind is Hugh Laurie. So I'm imagining <laughs> lots of big trousers and wigs. Um, Let's hope so. It should be mandatory, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, well, I'm sure you're very welcome to bring along a full costume if you can. Oh, they advise soft shoes because there's a lot of hopping and jumping, <laughs> so you don't want to be in heels. You don't want to sprain yourself. <laughs> Um, end up on someone else's foot. No, that'd be very painful. Um, so the idea is to bring along your own lunch and tea, coffee, water and juice will all be provided throughout the day. The course begins at 11.30, but doors open at 10.15. It finishes at 3.30. So it's a great opportunity to just pretend to be in Jane Austen for the day, which, having done so myself, is a lot of fun. You've got, already got a costume down, don't you? Yeah. I do. I attended a... Uh, Regency Ball um, 
for a friend's birthday party, which was a lot of fun. Awesome. Um, and fairly easy, as sort of historical dancers go. I was once in a production of Pride and Prejudice, but I don't think I had my dresses. Oh. <laughs> Didn't get to keep the costumes. I was Lydia. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the Regency Dance Workshop at St John's Church Hall in Kidlington on Saturday, and it starts at 10.15. And tickets are £25, £20 for concessions, and £10 for students. Now this weekend, Brooks are going to be bursting out of their Headington campus with their Outburst Festival, which they've been doing the last few years. It's where they uh, plan to take some of the technology and arts, some of the research they're doing at Brooks, and bring it to the local community. So it's all on at Pegasus, and there are some really cool things happening this weekend. Um, so on Saturday, if you got to Pegasus for 10.30 in the morning, you can meet Artie, the life-size robot. It's a naughty robot. Dan met a couple of years ago, actually, and said he was, like, a little bit inappropriate. There were loads of children there, and he had all these innuendo jokes. So that should be entertaining. Um, and between 11 and 5, you can try out Oculus Rift virtual reality headsets. So cool. Which is epic. I'm definitely going along for that. And there's going to be this weird like cool interactive table you can play with as well. Mm. Then at two, there's a drawing with light workshop, um, which I'm guessing is going to be sort of long exposure photos and running around with bike lights, <laughs> drawing things in the air. Uh, and there's like colouring in your own comic and loads of stuff going on. It looks really, really fun. You can find more information about all the events on pegasustheatre.org.uk and each of the things cost 250 or £1 concessions. Brilliant. I'm there. Yep. See you there. <laughs> Actually going. <laughs> Oxfordshire Art Weeks is also kicking off in earnest uh, this week. Um, if you haven't experienced it before, it's a three-week-long uh, art extravaganza. Yeah. <laughs> Happening in so many uh, venues across Oxfordshire. So this is where people open up their studios and art galleries and just put on exhibitions absolutely everywhere, right? Indeed. And uh, artists, professional and otherwise, you can exhibit pretty much everywhere. So exhibitions are happening at lots of venues you might expect, such as Modern Art Oxford, Jam Factory, um, Ovada, and so on. Also, some are doing something cool. Um, Hackspace at the Oxford Centre for Innovation um, have demonstrations and hands-on sessions, as well as uh, showing stuff. Uh, programs still being finalised, but past programmes have included uh, light painting, which we were just talking mm. about. Um, creating things based on circuit boards, soldering, cider making, of course, oh. uh, and <laughs> and tasting. Open source architecture, um, cybersecurity 101. Wow. All kinds of all kinds of things you might not. Can you make cider in a day though? Well, <laughs> see, they, their uh, program lasts across maybe a few every days. Maybe three weeks, okay. Yeah, maybe by the end of it, it it's all fermented and good. Keep an eye on Hackspace to find out. What's happening? Also in churches, cafes and pubs, uh, you can find artistic delights. At my local, the Chester Arms, uh, there'll be an exhibition by the Likeness Press, who uh, created a, a book showcasing the work of uh, local artists or any artists who have frequented Oxford's cafes. So it's um, mm. works which have been created in cafes or inspired by, um, like a a guide for, for locals and tourists around the cafes and arts scene. And they'll be, they'll be showing some stuff from that. Um, so much free stuff across the three weeks of Art Weeks. Yeah, I think a couple of years ago, I just took a look at the website and figured out a little route that I could do in a lunch hour. And <laughs> you could I could still go to like eight different people's studios or wow. stuff. Amazing. There's so much nearby. There's an exhibition at the UPP and some stuff on Morden Road. 
Yeah, it's all over the place. Warwick Street, Cowley Road, East Oxford Primary School. Mm. Every <laughs> space that could possibly have a like empty wall has stuff put on it. In Oxford itself, also, um, especially in the second and third weeks, um, things are ex- exhibitions are in Farringdon, Henley, Bondage Time, all over the show. Check out artweeks.org um, for things near you. Uh, particular events um, on the 11th at the Phoenix Picture House, the documentary I Way Way, Never Sorry, uh, is being shown with this glass of wine and post-film discussion. Mm. Um, on the 12th at the Museum of Natural History, um, there's an after-hours exhibition tour, um, bee-related, you'll be pleased to know. Oh. <laughs> the um, a small exclusive tour of the Bees and the Old Wasp in My Bonnet exhibition, <laughs> uh, where Kurt Jackson will be uh, discussing the stories and inspiration behind it. Maybe I can go dressed as a bee. I would strongly recommend that you do. <laughs> go <laughs> pose. Yeah. <laughs> Recreate your dreams. Um, uh, so you can look at the museum's bee collection, because of course they have one. Bees? Yeah, they have a bee collection. Um, it'll be brought out from the stores. Some of those special events uh, are ticketed, but so much free stuff. Look at artweeks.org for the details. On to Tuesday now, Laura Bates, who is well known for creating the Everyday Sexism Project on Twitter, which highlights cases of sexism experienced on a day-to-day basis. By both men and women. By both men and women, yes. Is talking about her latest book, Girl Up. Um, obviously this is a play on Man Up, and it's part manifesto, part girl guide. Emma Watson's actually written the preface and says it's not for the faint-hearted, which is quite Hmm. intriguing. Um, So Laura Bates basically wants to make young women realise that they are superheroes, and the book covers quite a lot of ground. So it's things like... uh, societal judgments, double standards, social media pitfalls, street harassment, objectification, pornography, friend zoning, uh, partner abuse and body image. It's quite interesting. Laura um, actually uh, had photos taken of her in her bikini and had them photoshopped so you can see the difference. Mm. So I think that's interesting. Um, She's also interviewed people like Mary Beard, who has been praised for her handling of Twitter trolls. Yeah and uh, the comedian Bridget Christie. Laura just sounds like a fascinating person, and I think it's going to be great. So that's Laura Bates' Girl Up at the Shodonian Theatre on Tuesday at 7pm. Tickets are £5 and can be from Blackwell's online. What an amazing venue as well. Yeah. That should be cool. Just a quick mention now that the Oxford Saints are excited to be launching a new women's American football team. Uh, so the Oxford Saints play in Tilsley Park in Abingdon, um, and that's where the training sessions will be as well. The first training session that you can go along to to give it a go will be on Tuesday at 7.30 and it costs £2. Might be your new favourite sport. I don't really understand yeah. the rules, but... No, I don't at all. I would be intrigued to learn. Coming to the new theatre, this again on... Is Woody Says, the life and music of Woody Guthrie, the original folk hero who paved the way for the likes of Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen and many more to write songs for social change. The musical follows Woody through his life, experiencing the highs and lows through his music. Shosh chatted to the director, Dean Elliott, via Skype about the plot. It's funny, it's four actors on stage, uh, and one person plays Woody Guthrie, uh, David, and then the other three play every other role imaginable. They also play about 50 other instruments. So it really is an extraordinarily busy and lively show. It was based on his book, Bound for Glory, 
uh, and also some of his, uh, he used to write for a, a newspaper column as well. So it's based on a lot of writings uh, they piece together. So and it goes it goes through pretty much his entire life, but it's done kind of stylistically. It's very it's very well put together. I saw the show nine years ago at Edinburgh Festival, and it's easily the one of the best pieces of theatre I've ever seen. It really affected me, and, and, and I'm glad to be part of its future. Listen to the full interview on our Oxcast Extra to hear about Woody's social awareness, what made Dean decide to become involved, and about his favourite spoon-playing moment from the musical. I love playing the spoons. <laughs> <laughs> I could do a spoons workshop at, the, at Folk Weekend. It was awesome. Everyone should learn the spoons. We should go see this musical. Then. Yeah. <laughs> or if it's starring a member of Three Press Men. <gasps> Dream. <laughs> So that's Woody Says at the New Theatre on Tuesday at 7.30 and tickets start from £14.40. Now, have you had fun in a punt at the weekend? Um, I did. Ever made <laughs> <laughs> if you like Orla, have fun in, in a punt over the weekend. Um, why not have fun at a punt? That's a bit of preposition shuffling there mm-hmm. uh, for me, very neatly. Introducing Oxford Punt 2016, which is like... It's like micro festival. It's amazing. It's so, so good. So many, so many bands, so close to each other, on one evening. Um, you have to get the day off work or anything. Mm. Just explore around time. So last year's lineup was great. Included Esther Joy Lane, Little Brother Eli, and the Balkan Wanderers. Mm. You're all common people this year. Yeah. Like, mm. and it's all organised by Night Shift magazine, isn't it? But did you see the unnerving colour issue of Night Shift? I know, so don't worry. It is just a cover sheet that's basically sponsored by Common People, but it has the sort of night shift header and makes it look like it's a coloured version of night shift, which was just, yeah, very wow. upsetting. Yeah. But it's just, it's a normal night shift inside. Still no staples, don't worry. Okay, that'll be like a paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's, it's great. Tickets are just £8, uh, plus a little ADP booking fee um, for the for the whole event. Um, 34 tickets are still available at the time of broadcast. Mm. Hooray! Any profits uh, from that will be split between uh, Oxford Sexual Abuse and Rape Crisis Centre and Tiggy Winkles Wildlife Hospital. Good job. Oh, Tiggy Winkles. <laughs> exactly. Amazing choices. As there are so many, 20 in fact, bands across five venues, the Purple Turtle, the Wheat Chief, Cellar, White Rabbit and Turtle Street Kitchen. Um, here's a possible route you could take mm, uh, nice. to enjoy maximum music. You'd probably have to like jog between acts, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. But, okay, you could start off at 7pm at the Purple Turtle, um, seeing Moogie Man and the Masochists. Don't let the name put you off. Um, if you like a bit of oddly specific, okay, they describe themselves as a stringent geek core pop. Um, <laughs> while donning a pint and then uh, jogging uh, to Sweet Chief <laughs> to see the beckoning fair ones at eight. Is this a music uh, vessel or a pub crawl? This is... <laughs> This is, it's a well. You can you can make it whatever you okay. want it to be. Um, you'd probably be crawling by the end. Um, <laughs> so the beckoning fair ones, um, those punk bands who seem to have appeared fully formed. Um, you can read about them in, in Night Shift actually. Uh, if you want to hear beautiful synth textures and see a guitar be abused with a screwdriver, um, but the results actually make sense. Okay, in my interesting route through the evening, I'm heading back to the Purple Turtle Sea being Eugene because I fancy a bit of hardcore um, slash Abingdonian metalcore. And you can't get enough of the pub turtle? No, apparently not. <laughs> 
then depending on how the evening's going, right, um, I could head to the cellar for a bit of like DIY trip hop, apparently uh, that's the thing, with Stem, um, or the White Rabbit, um, and have to end Lucy leave, um, or psyching things up. Um, the sound bars, they kind of pick up where Sid Barrett era Pink Floyd left off. Ooh. So things are psychedelic and interesting. Yeah. By that stage, I'm not able to jog anywhere, so I'm, I'm going to stay. And the, the last act of the night, Brian Glove, are playing. Um, still the White Rabbit. So That's a lot of bands so for, like, seven pounds or whatever it is, isn't it? That's, yeah, I, I just... Eight? I don't that's, know. Hang on. Yeah. Pounds, not bands. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much one pound sixty per band. Mm, bargain. <laughs> Massive bargain, so enjoy the punt. I will be enjoying the punt. Come enjoy the punt. For those who don't know Night Shift, it is a wonderful free music magazine that's uh, based in Oxford. You'll find it scattered around all the best pubs um, in its usually black and white glory. And they've got a full programme inside there, like a little chart of where all the band's playing and what times. Um, so make sure you pick up a copy of Night Shift and then you'll be sorted. Or just do what Michael says. <laughs> yeah, do obey my authority. <laughs> uh, now, lastly, I've picked a film that's on at the Phoenix on Sunday as my film choice for this week. <laughs> Run, Lola, Run is an amazing German film from 1998 uh, in which Lola, a ridiculously red-haired badass who looks a bit like Milo Jovovich in The Fifth Element, uh, she has 20 minutes to find and deliver 100,000 Deutschmarks after her boyfriend, who looks like a German version of Theo James from those underwhelming diversion films. He <laughs> sort of botched up a robbery job and needs to give some money to some baddies. And it fo- follows this... Um, non-linear timeline and is set to an epically thumping 90s soundtrack and is just really 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 good uh, if anyone saw the film Victoria a couple of weeks ago as well I think this would make quite a nice companion piece as an edgy pacey German thriller it's on on Sunday at one o'clock at the Phoenix but for full listings of everything else that's on in the cinemas and elsewhere go to dailyinfo.co.uk make sure to follow us we're on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at dailyinfooxford and keep an eye out for our upcoming competitions. And you can subscribe to the podcast on dailyinfo.co.uk slash oxcast. And on our next episode, uh, Katie will be interviewing Angus Boyd-Heron from Garsington Opera. Tune in. <laughs>